0: Thank you seems to be a key word today, we're thankful. You know you can't give thanksgiving in heaven because you will be fully thankful. You won't be, see it's here where we thank God, it's here where we, um, my tablet's not hanging right, it's here that whatever we're in and whatever we're going through, that we can give an offering to God of thanksgiving, that we trust him, that we know who he is, he's good. We've talked about hope today, and he is the God of hope. <clears throat> it's not hope that someday coming, Jesus has come. Jesus has come. He's come to the earth, he lives in our hearts, he's continuing to come, and he will fully come. <clears throat> and so, Jesus has, he, we've been co-crucified with him, co-buried, We've been co-resurrected and we are co-seated with him. So it's a finished work. Everything that we are thanking God for is a finished work. We are not asking God, we're not asking God to do something he hasn't done. He's done it. We're getting a revelation every day that it's finished. We're getting a revelation every day. Our hearts are opening wide. Our eyes are seeing the finished work of the cross. So because when we have that, we walk in his victory. Otherwise, we're crying out for victory. We're crying out for deliverance we're crying out for him to bless us we are already blessed we're blessed by our father in heaven we are blessed to be a blessing Abraham was blessed to be a blessing and his children got those same words spoken over them because every generation is a blessed to be a blessing and so our hope today is that we hear the thoughts of God God's thoughts are for good he's a God of hope today God has good thoughts for you whatever you're in you are in something there isn't a person in this house is isn't, but Christ is in you. He's with you in it. Whatever's surrounding you, it is a circumstance. It stands around you. But you're standing as Jesus stood on the cross. They did not break his legs. They broke the two thieves. They broke their legs so that their lungs would fill with water so they drowned, it's kind of like, it's a fear thing, it's a death, a way of death, but Jesus said, I will not die by man's hands, I am laying down my life, so he bore our suffering, so whatever you're in right now, and you're suffering, I had a, I I don't know, whatever the queen called it, horrendous or whatever, like, I had that kind of week, and it was a very painful week, but I know that I heard God in it, I engaged my heart with him heart to heart so that I would have one heart. I would hear his heart. Today, if you'd hear his voice, today's the day to hear the voice of God. It is not a day to endure or tolerate what you're going through. It's a day to hear him. And he will speak to you and he will tell you what he's finished and what he's accomplished. He will tell you who he is. He will tell you who you are. And you'll get this revelation of where I live from. I live from God. I live in him. I move and I have my being. He lives and he moves and he has his being in me. We are one. Our hearts are one. They're entwined. He's given me his thoughts heart to heart. We are engaged. God's not far up in heaven. He is right here. Heaven has come. Let your kingdom come right here. Let your will be done right here on earth as it is in heaven. So heaven comes to plunder the thoughts that aren't heavenly. The strongholds that lie against who he is that lie against who we are, that lie against who the church is. God wants us to walk in the truth of how he sees his bride. This is a Holy Spirit move of God right now. <laughs> Don't resist Holy Spirit. This, this is a move of the God in the church, the bride. This is a move of, believe it or not, the mother heart of God because there's been wounds and trauma and things that have been hidden, but now they're coming up, and God is the nurturer. God is the one that cares. God is the one that says, put your head on my heart and hear me, because I care for you. I'm sorry for what happened to you. That doesn't define your future. That doesn't mean that's who you are. We don't stay defined in a wound. Because there's always lies attached to a wound. And so hope is we have a confident expectation of the goodness of God. What does that look like? All I know is he's a really good father. He has good thoughts. He has good plans for the future. What does your future look like? Has he given you thoughts that you can stand on? I love when he speaks. Today I hear his voice because when I hear him, that's what I stand on. I actually had a phone call this week and God has been saying to me in this season, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this, and I'm like, thank you, but I need more. (laughs) It's huge. It's a mountain. It's a giant. I need more. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. You're wanting me to take my hands off of it to totally trust you that I don't have to know how you're going to do it. All that I know is you've got it. But you know, I'm kind of like one of those women, I'm not supposed to nag my husband, so I love to nag God. So, (laughs) because he's got big shoulders. And I'm like, thank you, thank you. But you know I like specifics. You know, Abraham would have liked specifics. Go, yeah, okay, go, sure, where am I going? And you know, you're just walking, you're walking with God. And that's what this church is doing. He has gone before us. So we've let go of the legal right of fear. We've let go of the legal legal right of control because those things will paralyze you. You will not move forward. You will not make any decisions. You will be paralyzed. You will be full of fear. Everything will make you afraid. The wisdom of God does not make you afraid. The spirit of wisdom, we're not just saying, okay, Lord, give us your wisdom. Wisdom is the Holy Spirit. Wisdom is spirit. Wisdom is faith towards God, a hearing heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Not me preach. <laughs> you're, healing, you're hearing he- Holy Spirit. You're hearing, God said at the beginning of the year, I'm faithful, I'm faithful. So God says today, are you hearing my faithfulness of are you hearing my voice? Because they died in the wilderness in doubt and unbelief. Because they wouldn't hear him. Job said, I hear you by the hearing of my ear. Let's be like, okay, I went to church for 40 years. <laughs> but in his tragedy... he actually heard God and he said, now I see, now I believe. My redeemer lives. I am redeemed in this situation. He's redeeming me. I'm reconciled to my father's heart. He's restoring me. I am fully restored, but the dumb part of that is I don't have all the revelation. So I'm on this journey called life and I'm just walking with Jesus. And he's revealing to me what he's restoring. Hey, Margaret, you forgot who you are, grasshopper. I knew you before the fall. I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I am restoring your original identity. See, everybody thinks that the fall determines your identity. Sin does not determine your identity. Sin focus, sin nature is not your identity. God knew you before the fall of man. Thank you for the children, Lord. So <clears throat> Jesus has come. We're not waiting for Jesus to do something. He has done it. It is finished. And that's where we live from. That's our hallelujah. That's our thank you. That's, that's our praise. Like, God, you've done it. But you know what? I'm taking this journey, and I'm discovering it. I'm waking up. I'm getting a, the church is waking up to Christ in her there's a no you know what this is good fine christ in us christ in us we're waking up see the kids have got it you know what what life is let's laugh play and have fun well you know i got up this morning there was food in the fridge that's what they're saying i didn't worry about a bill to be paid i didn't have to ask god to give me a house i'm in one i got a mom and dad who love me life looks pretty good that's how we come to god as children but we're taught to worry and fear and pray for what we don't have because we think there's something lacking. We think there's something missing, that God's not enough. So God's enough. And that's like us. We want our will. We wanna be led by our will. I know what I want. I know what I want. And God's saying, my spirit is upon you because I'm looking for a place to rest And I'm calling you my house. Do you know that you're the house of God? God. That's just like us. Do you know we're the house of God? Do you know, can you say I've got a testimony of God resting in my house? That you woke up one day, because you were like Jacob, you put your head on the rock, man, life was weary, it sucked. You had to to sleep with a rock for a pillow. was... He woke up knowing it was Jesus Christ. He was sleeping upon the rock called Christ. But he had an awakening. Hey, wait a minute. I am none other than the house of God. How awesome is this place? Why? Not because I'm awesome. Because God's awesome. Our father, we have an awakening our father is awesome. He is wonderful. Hopelessness will not say that hopelessness is afraid of what's happening in the world hopelessness is looking at all the evil and then the evil becomes the core center focus when jesus christ is the center focus you will become a solution to where you live you will bring hope to people that are in hopelessness so today is a day of hope and just i believe that god's saying at the beginning of the year i am faithful because when God is faithful, that's where we rest. We rest on his faithfulness. We're not striving to have faith. We're not confessing and putting things on our fridge trying to believe it. That doesn't work. You know, we had a faith movement. It was a faith for four cars in the driveway and five houses and, and all these things. But our faith is in a person. Our faith is in the one who's our promise, the one who's our answer, the one who's our yes, the one who's our amen. I bless moms and dads. I bless moms and dads. You have every right for your children to be wherever they are in this room. I want you to know that. This is so important. If we don't have children, we're dead. Do you know how many churches close? Because the people just keep getting older and older and older and older. And then before you know it, there's no children in the room. And the church closes. Because they weren't multiplying themselves. See, everything about having children is producing life. Everything about a man and a woman is the authority of life. You are producing children. The authority of a man and a woman coming together is to produce life produce children that's the authority of life how this house produces children of god that brings the spirit of adoption that's that gives the revelation that people are activated that their hearts are activated to know i am a son of god i am a daughter of god this is what god wants his children god didn't come here to hear a message he could care less (laughs) he's here because you brought him and he's here before his sons and his daughters he, the father's business is family and the family of God. And unity is not, we all think the same. That's called a cult. Maybe you've been to one. I am <laughs> I miss that. Please say it again. Not recently. Not recently. Oh, I can say the same thing, too. Thank you Jesus. That's our thank you, right? So, Jesus, we adore him. We've lifted up his name here. Why? Because his name is above every name. His word's above all things because Jesus is the word. So, but where does that word live? It's written on our hearts. We've got a new heart. We have a new covenant. We've been getting a new heart, a new spirit. We have a heart of flesh. We don't have a heart of stone anymore. But they couldn't come out of the wilderness because they couldn't receive the good news. They couldn't, they couldn't, read about the Messiah, talked about the Messiah, taught about the Messiah, could speak the word about the Messiah backwards and forwards, but didn't have a revelation that there was a son of God in front of them. There was the very God that they worshiped every day, prayed about, talked about, taught about, and they could not see him. Our eyes of our heart are so important. Do you see God in people? Do you see the Jesus people? Do you see new covenant people? Do you see the anointing of Holy Spirit on people? You go get a witness, wait a minute, that's God. That's God. That's God. Might be a little speck of God. We all just got a little speck of Jesus, right? So, oh, there's a little speck of Jesus in every person in this room. And so what we're doing is when we pray for each other, we're calling forth what's written on the heart. We're activating hearts to believe who God is, to believe who they are that we don't die in the wilderness, we come fully alive. We, you can't repent of being dead. They were dead in the wilderness. But we can't, how can you repent of being dead? You're dead. You gotta be awakened to the king of glory, the Lord mighty and strong. So Lord, I command hearts to open today because you are the God that, who awakes the bride. You awake the church to her glory. You're waking us up to see your face that we are so God-conscious and so aware of your presence in our lives, that we are engaged with your heart because you are already engaged with ours. You first loved us. You gave us your son. You gave us everything. Awaken us to who you are. You are our everything. You are our all in all. Open our eyes to see. Give us experiences that we would encounter you, experience you, and you would transform us. Transform us from faith to faith, grace to grace, (coughs) glory to glory. We give you permission that that's who will be in the earth for everyone around us. That's who God's called us to be. Part of the mission and the values of this church is uh, transforming grace. So that's saying, I welcome you, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. See, we can't do forgiveness. If you're, if you're trying to repent every day, you can't do repenting either. You can't do it, it's, it's impossible. Jesus has done it. He changes your mind. Repentance is a changed mind. Do you have a changed mind about God? Do you have a changed mind about yourself? Do you have a changed mind about the people in this building? Because God will tell you something really good. Do you have a changed mind about his church? Read his word and see what he says about his church. The problem is when you're not under grace, you will read that and go, that ain't anywhere. There ain't a church like that. Are you kidding me? God, I think you're wrong. Is he? Is he? Or is that what he's waiting for, people that are awakened to call forth the church, call forth the bride? This is who she is. She's blameless and above reproach. She's altogether lovely. That's you first. See, we need that first. If we get that first, we will give it to the church. But we can't give what we don't have. See, he sees, he loves us individually. I've said this probably a hundred times. He loves Jacob. He loves the dwelling place of your house. But he loves the gates, gates of Zion more. He loves us. He loves faith. He loves the unity of his spirit. We don't all think alike. We're very diverse. Unity of diversity. It's not the unity of conformity. We all have different gifts. We're all completely different people. We're not not a clone of Jesus. Jesus says, I like who you are. Don't try to fake it and be who I am. Be who you are. I live in you. I'll help you be your original intent, your original design before the fall. And so... um, today we're going to have a couple testimonies and when we do go into that I'm going to ask for the live stream to be stopped because testimonies are very personal testimonies are saying I was here something happened, I either had a God experience, a vision, I heard him but it healed something in me that i didn't know needed to be healed it got awakened a wound got awakened a lie got awakened something from the past that that i'd been tolerating and putting up with and hiding i just walked with it but you don't experience the fullness of the spirit you don't experience abundant life because you're taking it with you into everything and it holds you back it holds you back from um, truth that makes you free and so god awakens those places on purpose we gave Fear, no legal right. Has anybody in here had fear awakened? Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm praying these things too, you know. <laughs> Jesus, help me. Has anybody had control brought up where you're trying to control a situation that's not happening the way that you want it? It didn't go the way you wanted it. Did you let that go and say, I'm going with the flow of Holy Spirit? Thank you, Holy Spirit, that didn't work out. Thank you, you're stretching me. Thank you, you're allowing me to experience that, that I am not in control of that situation. We've we've let go, we're not in control even of what God is gonna do here, but all we do know is for a fact, he's gone before us. Because he is the future today. He's yesterday, he's today, and he's tomorrow. He has gone before us. He knew everything that was gonna happen, and he didn't fall off his throne. He said, oh, oh, in fact, before you were born, I had that figured out. <laughs> but I'm waiting for people to hear. Well, that's good. Right that one down. <laughs> one down. <clears throat> so I'm going to invite two people up to come. Um, it's going to be about believing God. A testimony is do that in me. Whenever you hear testimony about something with the government, you think the government's bigger than God, greater than God, and you hear testimony about that, then hear the testimony of how the government of God is greater, of his government, there's no end. There's only increase of his peace. There's only increase of his government. There is no end. Today, the peace of God increases in you to your yes yes to his government of grace his grace reigns so say yes to the testimony that that grace his grace his spirit will divinely influence my heart because i can't change my mind if i try to do a good person it's all (laughs) doo-doo it won't work it smells It's striving. It's trying hard to be a good person. God says, I didn't call you because you're good people. I called you because you're broken and messed up. And and (laughs) I I knew you needed me. (laughs) And so we're just, that's our weakness, though. It's beautiful. Our weakness is beautiful. Our weakness declares who God is. I need you. You're my God. You care for me in this place. I'm weak. I'm broken. I'm suffering. He carried our sufferings. This is the house that has to get that in the foundation. You have to get this in your foundation. God said to me, there's sorrow in every injustice. This room's full of people that have suffered an injustice, whether it was the way you raised or a loss or something. And God said to me, it has to be removed from the foundation because it will lead to roots of self-pity and victimhood. And God said, I will not be victimized because he is the foundation and he is not the foundation of being a victim his son carried our sufferings so we have this has to be a season that we end well this year that he carried the sufferings of our marriages he carried the sufferings of raising children yes raise some teenagers and find out what that's about he carried the sufferings of our losses he carried the sufferings of us the way that we were defined the way that we were abused spiritually mentally physically words even words words are abuse they tear down he carried our suffering so this is the time to meet jesus christ invite him into your sufferings because he carried them and in that place he honors your feelings and your emotions but he will take them and he will bring healing to you, that there's a divine alignment with as it is in heaven. There's no suffering in heaven, but heaven's coming. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in me. Let it be done in me. Let heaven come right here where my suffering is. So I want to, before I I don't ever shut up, I would like to have the live stream turned off, please. Let's testimonies all year from people and God watches over that to do it again because that's what testimony means, do it again. God gave words in the beginning of the year in January and I've been speaking on those words continuously because it's like forgiveness. There's not a person in here that hasn't heard of the forgiveness of God for their whole life, however long you've known God. Why do you keep having to hear about it? Because God goes deeper and deeper and deeper. It is not a one-time experience. It's because you're going deeper into mercy. You're going deeper into his love. You're getting a greater revelation of his mercy that's new every day. You're getting a greater revelation of how much he loves you even though you weren't totally walking in forgiveness. He was like, I loved you every day then. I love you every day now. I'm forgiveness yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I just feel like I I wanna wrap up with, um, why did I start this? Why did God give me those words? Well, I, I, I listen. I listen for what God's going to bring for the year. And the first thing he said is, I'm faithful. So everything that's happened, every miracle, everything he's done in your heart and your family is because of his faithfulness. It's not the, how well we pray or fast or praise him or worship. It's all, we give God all the glory. We boast in God. And then during, before I put this word together, he said it was going to be a year of miracles, signs, wonders, and miracles. And between the Christmas and January of 2023 I met somebody that used to come into my business at a pool hall that had youth. It became actually a a youth place. It was a very safe place. Uh, Children, teenagers got saved, filled with the spirit. Um, At that same time we, we had no vandalism and the high school had bathrooms where where the sinks were being torn off the wall. So There was a safe place and God was there and he was protecting the children. But I, I would have children come in that had huge mental health issues. And lots of teenagers had huge mental health issues, drug issues, alcohol issues. I bumped into somebody between after Christmas of 2022, and this person had the most amazing testimony of God. And all they could talk about was how God, good God was because they were addicted to drugs. They had severe mental health issues. They were telling me their story. And they said, and God delivered me from all of them. And I was like, because I knew this person when they were walking and all that. And I would pray for them all. And I even wrote Jesus on top of the door, in Jesus' name. They'd come in, in Jesus' name. And every kid that went out, went out, in Jesus' name. Because I lift up his name, because the power of his name, we, sing, we sung about it. And 20 years later, I find out what God did in that person's life. So you don't know what God's doing in people's lives that you pray for, but you just believe because he's faithful. And so this is the year of God's faithfulness. This is the year of signs, wonders, and miracles. He's just looking for us to believe. But first he's saying, today, if you hear me, this is really important. My, I, I, I say, I, I know I have to hear God. I have to hear God for myself, and for this church, for my family. I have to hear God so I can say, prophetically, this is what God's shown me. He's given me a vision. He said this is what he's doing. Now it's up to people to believe that if they want to. But you recognize the voice of God. Hear the Holy Spirit. You know, when we were, and when this, when this not split, but when Jesse left, and then we were looking for a secretary, I just heard God. I, I said, God, we have no secretary. And he told me who it was. And, I, and I'm like, okay, that's good enough for me. And then I'm wondering, I wonder if she has any skills. <laughs> you know, like, I have no idea. You know, so then I kind of felt her out. And I was like, you know, like, boy, God, you better be, you know, you, you kind of, okay, you believe him instantly, but then you really don't. So, <laughs> so then you got to check out for yourself, right? Dan walks in the door that day from work because this is who I am. When we first got saved, Dad would go to work and I'd stand at the door and he'd come to the door to come in the house and I'd say, did you hear God today? You're not coming in unless you heard God. And he would be standing there really tired and he'd be like, and he'd be like yes, I heard God. <laughs> but you know what? That's what we stand on. We stand on hearing God every single day. And then we put it on the table, and it's not for us, for people to believe what we've said, it's for your spirit to know the spirit of God, that that was God speaking, and that's what God is doing. And then two other people came to me and said, I heard who God wants to be the secretary. I said, who is it? They both said the same name. So I didn't pray about it anymore, didn't ask God, didn't, you know what, there was a due diligence in the process, wasn't my part really so much, I did a little bit. But the due diligence is God went before us. He already has someone chosen. God's gone before us in this church. It's everything is in here because you are in here. So he's brought you here because as a body of Christ, we need each other. So God, I thank you that you've gone before us. I thank you, God, that nothing surprises you. I thank you that we are the awakened church. That we've let go of all the doubt and unbelief we give doubt and unbelief no legal right in this house we hear you we step into rest of everything you've finished and everything that you've done and lord we're excited to move we're excited to go forward we're excited to stand on your feet and walk with you because you stood on our nail of mercy when it should have been judgment so that we can walk in mercy in this house And we can go forward. So I thank you for that. We give you all the glory of what you're doing here. And we thank you that you are just more than we could ask or imagine. And we just bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord.